It is full steam ahead for the Agriculture Department and its plans to move two bureaus out of the Washington, D.C. area. Employees at the Economic Research Service and the National Institute for Food and Agriculture should have a better idea of the new site in a little more than a month. But members of Congress say the USDA has kept its plans for the move in the dark, and they're still waiting for the agency's justification about why the move makes sense. More on that now from Federal News Network's Nicole Agrisco. The Agriculture Department acknowledged it's moving quickly to finalize plans to relocate employees at the Economic Research Service, a National Institute of Food and Agriculture. But the pace is by design. The agency originally got proposals from over 130 sites in 35 states. USDA says it'll soon narrow down that list of further possible states and sites for the new ERS and NIFA headquarters. It says it plans to submit a final site recommendation to Secretary Sonny Perdue in early May. Christy Boswell is a senior advisor to Secretary Perdue. Each of those permanent employees will have the opportunity to relocate and remain in their position at a new location, and we hope that many do. However, we know that this process is hard, and we know that we are affecting real lives and we're affecting real families, and that is not something that we take lightly. We are engaging our employees throughout every step of this process in the site selection analysis and is why we have established what many have called an ambitious timeline to limit this limbo period of uncertainty. But members of Congress and USDA employees themselves have been asking the agency for its justification for the move. Boswell says USDA will release a cost-benefit analysis for the relocation whenever the final site gets chosen. Not all of the nearly 600 ERS and NIFA employees would move to the new location, wherever it is. 76 ERS and 20 NIFA employees would stay in D.C. That's a little more than the 30 to 40 employees USDA initially projected would stay behind. That leaves 253 ERS and 315 NIFA employees who would be invited to make the move. Boswell says USDA has met with stakeholders, answered questions, and held listening sessions with employees. And she reiterated several times, employee feedback will be part of the final analysis that the agency's contractor, Ernst & Young, will put together in the coming weeks. Employee committees are reporting to their agency leadership, and then agency leadership is coordinating with missionary leadership all the way through the deputy secretary and secretary's office. Uh, that dialogue is consistently occurring. In fact, we have even designated a specific staff to do touch points with our employees to make sure that their feedback is delivered to Ernst & Young in this process. Both ERS and NIFA are splitting the cost of the Ernst & Young contract, Boswell says that'll come out to about $340,000. Attrition, though, is a concern for USDA. Boswell didn't give Congress a projection of how many employees the agency expects may leave during the move. But she reiterated, though, the relocation won't prompt reductions in force. The most recent USDA budget request, though, paints a little bit of a different picture. Or at least it raises questions about what that picture might be. The agriculture budget request estimates 329 employees currently work for ERS. For 2020, the budget request proposes 160 employees for that year. It's unclear, though, exactly how USDA plans to cut the ERS workforce in half, or whether the agency envisions it would lose 169 employees through relocation or some other way. Meantime, members of Congress seem mixed about the relocation. House Appropriations Agriculture Subcommittee Chairman Sanford Bishop. I'm concerned that the method for rolling this proposal out and the lack of clear 
transparent communication with ERS and NIFA employees uh, has already done irreversible damage to the Department's reputation. I'm concerned that the cost-benefit analysis and input from stakeholders uh, was not done prior to the decision. Democrats on the subcommittee appear to share his opinion. And Ranking Member Jeff Fortenberry says Bishop has a point. Here's Fortenberry with Boswell. You mentioned in your testimony that you very much value stakeholder input and reemphasize that here, particularly within the department. Perhaps you noted, though, the chairman's complaint about the slow walk of information to him, and I'd, I'd like to hear you address that. The secretary uh, is transparent in everything he does. Uh, it's why we are here today, to make sure that we can have an honest and transparent discussion uh, in front of you and answer your concerns. Uh, the secretary has committed to the chairman personally to answer all questions related specifically to the realignment, and we look forward to receiving that from your staff so we can respond to your constituent and stakeholder concerns. Uh, we have consistently engaged uh, and answered questions uh, as they've come before us. We have also voluntarily participated in stakeholder events, uh, specifically a webinar where we could answer concerns uh, even though we were not initially invited. We want to be transparent and we want to be open in this process and hear that feedback. And truthfully, that feedback is going into the Ernst & Young analysis to make sure that we can ultimately fulfill our goal, which is benefiting our mission of providing better and more diverse research. Democrats, though, disputed Boswell's claims that USDA has and is being transparent. Maine Congresswoman Chelly Pingree. I don't feel like it's been a transparent process. Back in August, when we first learned about this, uh, we sent a letter, all the Democrats on the committee sent a letter to the USDA, and we got a two-page response. So that did not feel thorough to us as the committee that um, has oversight on the budget. We also haven't been able to find out how many staff, we don't have much data about it, how many staff have actually left since the proposal was announced. And while I understand there's some argument to be made that if people are going to have to go through this dramatic change, leaving them in limbo for as short a period of time as possible is helpful. On the other hand, a move this dramatic with this many moving parts and this much um, money associated with it requires more in-depth thinking, in my opinion, and so we, we should be much more engaged. Boswell says the benefits are clear, even if an official written cost-benefit analysis hasn't been released yet. She says it'll be easier for USDA to recruit and retain top talent outside of the D.C. area. Much of the recruited talent are new Ph.D. and master graduates the well-documented and empirically understood high cost of living and long commutes of D.C. limit the ability for some to take these jobs. In a new location, employees will be able to live closer to their workplace, lower their commute times, and improve their overall quality of life. Former ERS administrators and USDA leaders, though, disputed the agency's arguments. Catherine Smith-Evans is a former ERS administrator. Few students anymore are the sons and daughters of farmers and ranchers. They used to be. They're not. I mean, there aren't enough of them to populate the land grants. Many are city folk. And according to information from the National Science Foundation, increasing numbers of PhD recipients are not American citizens, which means they cannot be hired by ERS. So I don't see how the relocation in any way helps us recruit or retain people by virtue of our proximity to land grants. John Lee is another former ERS administrator. Anything can be made to work, but what's missing, I think, is, is 
overwhelming evidence that it would work better than it works now. Nicola Grisco for Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffel Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. The people who looked through 200 resumes to fill a job also waited 40 minutes for their internet to dial up. You don't wait 40 minutes for your internet to dial up. You use Upwork to quickly hire talent. This is how we work now. As an Alliant Energy representative, I really enjoy helping businesses save. Today, I visited a business that asked for a free energy audit. After walking through their facility, I let the customers know how much money and energy they could be saving. Plus, I gave them an action plan detailing how to improve their energy efficiency. I showed them how they could save even more with rebates from Alliant Energy on equipment upgrades. If you are interested in saving energy and money, schedule a free energy audit at AlliantEnergy.com energyaudit energy audit. 